Hello, darlings. You are listening to Healing in Doses. For those of you that are new to my podcast, my name is Siobhan, and today we'll be diving into physical health and vitality through the lens of traditional Chinese medicine. Now, I can talk all day about Chinese medicine. It is a practice that I love, I believe in, I've bought into it, I've studied it for many years. It is such an enriching part of my life and has fostered a great level of my success with working uh, on my own healing journey as well as with clients. I was first introduced to uh, the various elements of Chinese medicine years and years ago when I began my studies uh, just on holistic health therapies and various practices. I ran into Ayurvedic medicine, which I'll talk about in another episode. Uh, I ran into kind of esoteric therapies, which I'll talk about in another episode. Uh, But Chinese medicine really stuck to me um, and really grabbed my heart and, and my attention for the most part. Now, traditional Chinese medicine is a term that I'll use uh, throughout this podcast, and sometimes I'll shorten it and I'll call it uh, TCM, which is also a common way of expressing it as well. The term traditional in the front is what distinguishes the old from the new, because the Chinese uh, have integrated not only their traditional practices, but also what we would call uh, modern Western science as well. However, when we're talking about TCM, it's more than just a doctor's visit. It is based in a Taoist philosophy, where the body is a reflection of physical, emotional, and mental states of health. At many times, a mental or emotional imbalance expresses itself physically through changes in structure or organ capacity. For example, a bellyache could mean you ate too much or maybe that you didn't eat at all, or It can reflect one having issues expressing themselves, speaking their truth, anxiety, or even nervousness. In traditional Chinese medicine, all of that is taken into account, not just that acute pain you might be feeling at that time. Now, the greatest example of how Eastern and Western uh, science differs and in that their medicine practices differ is one that I found when reading the book entitled Between Heaven and Earth, written by Harriet Binefield and Ephraim Korngold, if you're looking it up. Now, this book is a dense dialogue around TCM. And one of the first places where I found the allegory of the body as garden versus the body as machine. So what does that mean? Well, according to Eastern medicine, the body is a garden. When a flower wilts or leaves begin to turn, the quality of that soil is questioned. The amount of water intake is reviewed. The roots are checked. The surroundings are checked. Even the people tending the soil are checked. The dying flower petal is only a reflection of a larger plague of disease. In order to save the flower, a farmer must save the soil, foster great energy. They must uproot the plant to revitalize the area in which it thrives. Now in Western medicine, the body is looked at more so like a machine. When one part is broken, the only area that we concentrate on is usually the broken link in the chain. 
So if you got a headache, take an aspirin. You got a bellyache, take some Pepto-Bismol, take an antacid. Rarely do we do uh, a real deep dive or rarely do our clinical physicians do a really deep dive into the systemic issues producing the pain in the first place. We check for what we can see and feel in that moment. What we think is something small, however, can at times be the body's way of signaling a greater dilemma. However, our general practices in the US are geared towards fixing those real immediate acute issues and dabbling in all of that investigative science later on. Don't get me wrong, the narrow focus does have its benefits, especially during emergency situations when we need immediate care. However, in a world of chronic stress and disease, our bodies and systems are often attacked in the most elusive of ways. In a world of cancer, diabetes, chronic heart disease, it is worth our while to stop and take a look at the entire ecosystem of our body to find the truth. That is where TCM comes in. The focus of Chinese medicine is to take that very acute problem and find the very catalyst that ignited the problem in the first place. This medicine is all about checking the soil. Are you eating? If so, when? How much? Are you sleeping? If so, how long? Do you wake up at night? Are your dreams fluid? What do your pulses feel like? Does your heart hurt? Are you grieving? These are the questions you will likely be asked by any practitioner in the field of Chinese medicine, whether they are an acupuncturist, an herbalist, a tui na massage therapist, a qigong instructor, so on and so on. So how exactly does Chinese medicine operate in all of those different systems and functions, all of those different practitioner types that I mentioned? Well, in a nutshell, they all function to find patterns, patterns in emotional states, behaviors, thought processes, and the physical manifestation of disease or distress. For instance, an acupuncturist is going to check your pulse, look at the state of your tongue, ask you questions about your sleeping patterns, eating habits, even your sex life, to find the correlation between your lifestyle and the physical expression of your pain. All of it is related, all of it has its place, and can have an intense impact on how your body functions overall. An herbalist will ask similar questions to ensure that the prescribed set of roots and plants correspond to several areas in the body, not just one. So you are a garden, my beloved. Your healing journey is about the totality of you. With that said, it's vital that we look at our health in the same way. What hurts your heart emotionally can impact you physically, if the pain is great enough. Anyone who has ever lost someone knows this truth far too well. So it's important that we begin uh, looking at all as aspects of our life and stop discounting what may seem like a bad day. Now, one of the most popular extensions of Chinese medicine uh, include acupuncture, as I mentioned before. This is the practice of using tiny little needles to stimulate channels or energy pathways in the body. 
the needles drive an electric current, I like to say, uh, right through the body and stimulating uh, blood flow and invigorating tissues. The goal is to remove blockages, stagnation, and ensure the energy, or chi, as you may have heard, is moving fluidly in the body. Acupuncture is great for damn near everything, uh, but many see someone to help with muscle pain and even chronic disorders like smoking or stress. As a special note, acupuncture is a powerful tool for women's health, especially when we're looking to regulate the menstrual cycle, we're looking to reduce fibroid growth, and to regulate uh, chronic issues like endometriosis, and simply to protect the integrity of your fertility. Qigong, that is a moving meditation similar to yoga, and it's meant to quiet the mind and the central nervous system. The goal is that the body releases from any stress response and is quieted and at peace. Stress is the leading cause of many diseases, and particularly annoying part about it is weight gain, <laughs> which only perpetuates whatever underlining problem we have. So Tui Na is another branch of Chinese medicine that focuses on body manipulation or massage therapy. The goal of Tui Na is to open up your joints and relax your muscles for greater movement and of course flow of energy. It's done clothed with an intense focus on your joints and the connective tissue around your muscles. Overall, what Tui Na seeks to do is give the body greater freedom as with greater mobility comes a greater level of blood flow and less restrictions around your organs for greater capacity as well. Another highly coveted area of Chinese medicine that ties directly into the first three is of course the herbal medicine part, another one that I love so much. Typically, the herbal medicine goes hand in hand with acupuncture, and acupuncturists can prescribe herbs similarly to a, a regular Western doctor who can prescribe, you know, pharmaceutical drugs. Same, same difference. However, herbs function uh, with the body in a different way. So, as with many that you have found around the world, herbs play a vital role in influencing overall body chemistry and ensuring that you have the power and nutrients to reverse disease on a cellular level. With that said, herbs do take longer to work than you know, a pill that you may pop every once in a while uh, as they are integrating with your own you know, biochemical system. However, the results are priceless and long-standing. There is an herbal formula for just about everything and many of them are multifaceted so you are addressing multiple ailments at once. So I will leave you beautiful people uh, with this dose of healing. If you have never tried any of these practices or have never even done any research about Chinese medicine, I deeply encourage you to do so. Even if you're not ready to take the leap into a new form of health or healing for you, I do implore you to begin looking at the intersection of your thoughts, your feelings and physical experiences along your healing path. Is there a pattern? Does one promote the other? That is your soil talking to you. 
maybe it is time that you tend to the areas that surround and influence your life in order to foster the healing you need. Chinese medicine is just one way to do that, but the premise is necessary for us all, no matter what pathway you choose. If you have any questions about Chinese medicine or how you can begin adding these practices into your life, please utilize the comment area on Anchor uh, and let me know and I'd be happy to share any additional thoughts. You can also head to my website at www.thehealingview.com and send a comment there uh, because I would love to hear from you. I will be doing future episodes on herbal medicine and acupuncture and other um, holistic uh, therapies that I have come across and use heavily in my practice. So uh, if you felt like you didn't get enough here, don't worry, there'll be longer (laughs) episodes focused on these individual items. So I guarantee you that. With that said, thank you so much for joining me today, my darling. And as always, happy healing.